Welcome to Minor Dilemmas, relieving the roadblocks of parenting your teen. Joining us again is our host, Lauren Blackwolf. Welcome back, parents, caretakers, teachers, friends, and family. I first want to thank you for hanging in there with me as I realize it's been quite a while since my last episode. And as we all know, life happens, and this was a particularly difficult holiday season. And with that in mind, I want to say now that January is upon us, this is a chance for a fresh start and we are all allowed a reset at any time. That's what brings me into today's topic, self-care. I know this may have been helpful at the beginning of the holiday season, but then I thought, nah, sometimes the holidays can leave us feeling completely spent. And as parents, we tend to take on this enormous goal of ensuring everyone around us has a positive and magical experience during the holidays. That expectation is so high here in America, not to say that people in other countries don't have this same high standard we hold ourselves to here in the States. However, no one really mentions the aftermath that the holidays can leave behind. People are so focused on those New Year's resolutions, and those are good to have. But I think as parents, we need to take a step back and take a break. Gathering your family, making those meals, planning those meals, shopping in between two major holidays, running around, making sure everyone can be present. Woo! It's a lot. And if there are people missing around the table, you are also acting rock. You are the one that is going to get everyone else through. And I'm going to get personal here. I lost my son earlier this year. I didn't know how I was going to make it through this season. I dreaded it. Thanksgiving, that was horrible. This year, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do this alone. This year, I allowed myself to not Be the one towing the line and trying to make everything perfect for everyone else. And some of you may look at me and think, how selfish of you. And I say this with a bit of reserve. This year, I got to be selfish because that's what I needed to do in order to survive. This year, I let myself be a part of a whole new family. I let myself have fun even though my heart was breaking. I let myself laugh and be welcomed by a loving, kind, generous family who were a complete and utter joy to be around. So to these folks who welcomed me with open arms this holiday, and you know who you are, thank you from the bottom of my heart for making the worst Christmas that could have been into a loving, joyful memory I will carry with me always. It meant the world to me to have this experience, and I can't express my gratitude enough to you. Thank you. Not everyone has this option, and many suffer in silence like I did at Thanksgiving. And parents need time off too. Parents need to let themselves be cared for once in a while. I feel like a whole new person having let myself be allowed to have that this season. So I can say from personal experience, more often than not, In order to be more present, more available, and more able to meet your family's needs, you do need to take that time. For it is not just your kids you're trying to raise if you have more than one, but also being of comfort and companionship for your beloved partner or spouse. People forget it's not just the kids we care for, but our primary relationship as well. We want to be present for the core reason the kids existed in the first place, don't we? I mean... They are the reason the other little beings exist in the first place. But in looking at some data around self-care for parents, I came across this article 
on an exploratory study of parental self-care responses to children's ADHD symptoms written by Regina Bussing, Mariko Corey uh, Jungberg, Pamela Williamson, Faye Gary, and Cynthia Garvin. I will leave a link in the show notes for anyone who wants to read this, but know that while I thought it was an article on how parents were learning to cope with kids who have ADHD, how to have their own self-care preservation plan in place, it turned out to be a study on how parents were take, having to take matters into their own hands and trying to manage their kids' symptoms all on their own. And speaking directly from this article, and I quote, most children with ADHD are recognized to have a behavioral problem, yet a significant portion, especially females and minority children, will not receive professional diagnostic evaluations. And instead, families initiate self-care interventions in response to behavioral concerns. For example, in a recent study of help-seeking for ADHD symptoms, Bussing and colleagues reported a high reliance on self-care for African-American girls, not doctor visits. Furthermore, it is not uncommon for families to intervene informally due to the presence of ADHD symptoms that shape and influence family activities and family cohesion, as well as impact parents' emotional health and their time to meet their own needs. For children, many of these interventions get rendered by their mothers who assume the role of informal caregiver, triaging problems, administering interventions, and communicating with school, healthcare providers, and social network members. However, limited research has focused on informal care or self-care for children with general medical conditions and virtually none on children with mental disorders. Now, the article goes on to talk about how many parents rely on lay care, that being themselves, to try and mitigate behavior modification, diet and exercise, even religion as a way to care for their kids and themselves in order to cope without the care of counselors or physicians because it's out of their means uh, with which the family can afford. And I'm glad that they acknowledged that in this study of 266 families, this was a representation of only one health issue among the hundreds of mental health and general health issues a parent can face. And if you were to take 266 families for each possible diagnosis, both physical and mental, the numbers would be staggering because 266 is a small number for the amount of parents, families, children out there. So among our everyday tasks, on top of holidays, birthdays, you also have these challenges as those who do not have access to affordable health care. We as parents now take on the added task of diagnostician, doctor, counselor, nurse, you name it. Not that we didn't have those responsibilities before, but now they are even more exaggerated with the kinds of challenges our kids are facing today. But it all comes down to this. You, the parent, caretaker, teacher, social worker, whatever your role is in the lives of these young people, you must, must, must take time for yourself in order to retain the energy these young people in your life require from you. Trying to keep going on without restoration on some level is so detrimental. That is when the exhaustion sets in. Maybe resentment begins to grow. We don't want to lash out at the very people we are trying to support. We don't want to make ourselves ill trying to heal everyone else. And I'm sure so many of you are out there 
who are sick and tired of this coined term self-care as if you have time or money because the whole point is that you don't have that time for that manicure, that pedicure, or a vacation. You're probably thinking, here's another person telling me, oh my God, you need to take time for yourself when the point is you don't have time. But my lovelies, self-care can be as simple as getting up 20 minutes earlier to do that crossword or whip out a game on your cell phone. I know this is going to sound horrible, but you know, some of you need to play Candy Crush and crush that candy. It can be addictive. So be careful with that. But it can also come in the form of using your dog as an excuse. Go take that dog somewhere. Maybe you and Fido can just go sit by a local pond or lake. You don't have to tell people how far you walked or didn't. Maybe it comes in the form of treating yourself to that favorite faux takeout during your lunch break without telling anybody. You know, you don't have to bring your coworker with you. You can just go by yourself. Hmm. Or giving yourself permission to go hide in your closet with your iPod and chill out for 15 minutes to your favorite pl playlist. And if you give yourself these small breaks, it does add up. I'll admit one of my favorite places to hide out when the house is in complete chaos is my walk-in closet. I highly recommend finding a hidey space for yourself. I really do. Just, just when you need to, go and, and sit in the darkness. Whatever you have to do to regroup. I highly recommend this. And all in all, self-care for parents is taking care of your physical, psychological, social, and spiritual needs. It is all inclusive of these things. Journaling, walking, eating well, get more of those veggies up in you. Ministerial counselors are often more affordable if you can't afford your own counselor. Going out with your best friend for lunch is often more effective than any counselor. Okay, you have to admit this. Um, or meeting up somewhere to watch a game at, at your, your local watering hole, assuming that your favorite football team is capable of winning a game. I will not mention which sadness we have in our state. I just, uh, no. Uh, that could actually cause more anxiety, actually. Um, we adults need this downtime. We need rest. We need play. Toddlers do not have the corner market on naps, and neither do teens. A 20-minute nap can be delicious. Meditation can be five minutes. It can be two minutes. Asking another family member or friend to watch your kids while you go grab an ice cream and sit in a park or by a lake in a parking lot. Just do it. The holidays can be a bitch to get through. More often than not, afterwards, one can feel completely spent. So now... More than ever, as we start a new year, it is absolutely allowed, okay, and approved to take some time for yourself. You worked hard to make that holiday season a joy for everyone else around you. Maybe take time with your partner. Go take a cooking class or turn your kitchen into your own cooking class. Send those kids off somewhere else, like at an activity or to a friend or family member's house after having sifted through something you've always wanted to make. Grab your partner, your spouse, throw on some music and cook the most amazing meal. Whatever you get creative with, get creative and take the time to play or spend time with a family member you didn't get to see over the holiday or take a day trip and have a picnic somewhere with a sandwich and a bag of chips. You know, not every single day this winter is going to be sub-zero temperatures. It is possible that even at a 50 degree day of the year, 
when it's been minus 20, it's going to feel like Bermuda and that you can wear shorts outside. I have done this. So, you know, try it. Because let's face it, it doesn't take a lot of money to go enjoy yourself. After the holidays, we're all broke anyhow. And so whatever you do, take this year as an opportunity to allow yourself some play and rest. And I know some of you may be thinking, you are out of your mind because I don't have that time. Parents wear many hats these days. And you cannot be as effective if you have nothing left in your tank. So please be kind to yourself going into this next year. And remember, there is always room for hope and healing. And thank you so much for joining us and hope to see you next time with Minor Dilemmas. Take care. 